Hey, this is Johnny Diaz, and I am your host for My Daily Briefing, a 365-day chronological journey through Scripture designed to make the Bible make sense. Day 34, Jacob gives blessings and Joseph grants forgiveness. After Joseph's family arrived in Egypt and settled in Goshen, the famine in Egypt grew even worse. There was still grain in the storage bins, but most people had run out of money to even buy it. So Joseph began to collect payments of livestock and houses and land. He took anything that the people could exchange for food. Everything he collected was given to Pharaoh. Consequently, Pharaoh's power and wealth grew enormously. By the end of the famine, Pharaoh owned all the land and livestock in Egypt. The people were allowed to stay on the property they had formerly owned, but they now had to work it as serfs. They were obligated to give 20% of everything that the land produced to the government. Although they would forever owe taxes to Pharaoh, the people were actually grateful that their families had been spared. And through it all, Joseph made sure that his own family was fed. His father and brothers continued to live in Goshen on the land that Pharaoh had given them. Seventeen years after moving from Canaan to Goshen, and more than ten years after the famine had ended, Jacob became very weak. So Joseph took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him to say goodbye to their grandfather. And Jacob mustered all his remaining strength to greet them. Then he blessed them, signifying that he was adopting them as his own sons, and they would later become two of the twelve tribes of Israel. God led Jacob to give a greater blessing to Ephraim, the younger of Joseph's two sons. Then Jacob called all his sons together and blessed them. He told them what God would do through their families in the future, and the greatest blessing went to Judah. It would be through his descendants that the promised ruler, the Messiah, would one day come. And after blessing each of his sons, Jacob died. The fact that their father was no longer with them frightened Joseph's brothers. They reasoned that Joseph might have been good to them only because he didn't want to upset his elderly father. But now that he was dead, Joseph might seek revenge for what they had done to him as a teenager. They wrote a letter to their brother stating that right before Jacob died, he left instructions for Joseph to forgive them. And the letter grieved Joseph. He was so upset that his brothers were questioning his motives and his character that he actually began to cry. And at this point, his brothers knew that they had misjudged him. They humbled themselves and offered to be his servants. And although Joseph never forgot the wicked things that his brothers had done, he was able to forgive them. And he chose to let God handle the consequences. That freed him to be able to take care of his brothers and treat them kindly for the rest of his life. Now here's the question. Do you feel like it's your job to get even when someone hurts you or your family or your friends? Or are you able to leave the consequences up to God? We talked about this in the last podcast, but we can never be free from the hurts that others cause unless we're able to forgive them. And forgiveness only takes place when we stop attaching our own consequences to their unkind actions. In Matthew 6, 14 and 15, Jesus says, If you forgive other people for their offenses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive other people, then your Father will not forgive your offenses. 
My Daily Briefing was written by my mom, Gwen Dias. Now, if you find value in this podcast and think others would as well, please take a second to like, share, and subscribe. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, 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 o